1: 97.1 FM Talk. On demand audio. Asking for All the Alright, Old Roy is here on Wiggins America. Away. Old Roy, welcome to your weekend. Thank you. you. know it's a very busy time for you with your bar, Tulligans. How are things going, by the way? I mean, update us. How going great. We, we are we are
0: having uh the, well, it's a typical January post-holiday slowdown.
1: Yeah. But people seem to enjoy it. They're coming in and and we're having a lot of fun well i've been and i've actually talked to other people who have been now um who didn't know that i knew you hmm. and who said oh i went to this new bar in, in highland and i said th- i think i probably know what that was <laughs> and they everybody just says it's it's such a great it's such a great atmosphere you've created a really neat place it's yeah it's a lot of fun yeah um so there's your uh there's your plug for tulligan's in highland if you wanted to stop by there this weekend sometime. Uh, I have a, no, this isn't serious questions, but this is a scenario that I presented on the Annie Fry show probably about a week and a half ago. And I wanted to present to you because we had to rush through it We very little time in the segment. I said, I'm not wasting all the research I did on that. <laughs> I'm going to use it on old Roy. <clears throat> and everybody knows that you, I mean, you, you kind of have this air about you that I don't need to explain this, but you are v- whip whip smart, quick picture of health. If anybody's going to (laughs) survive, if if anybody's going to survive an apocalyptic scenario, you would be it. Uh, That's one way to put it. Yeah. So I thought we'd walk through this apocalyptic scenario, and you could tell me how you would respond to these situations. Okay. And I could tell you whether you would survive. Got it. Now we're we're actually just talking about one. This isn't like zombie apocalypse. This is a real computer model situation done by the University of Nicosia in Cyprus. They created a computer model of the impacts of a 750 kiloton rated warhead Mm -hmm. detonated over or in a typical city. Okay. And what would happen to the population? So the explosion would vaporize instantly. Anybody caught within the initial fireball, which is roughly a half mile wide. From this. And we're assuming I'm not in that. You're not in that. Okay. Okay. What we're assuming is that you, old Roy, are within three miles of that blast. Okay. So you're not incinerated in the boom, in the fire, but you're you're within the 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 radius of three miles, which is the the real blast zone. Okay. You have ten seconds from the time this thing explodes or maybe you're giving a little bit more warning like it's coming but from the time it explodes till the time it's going to reach you at least the the initial the shock wave of it mm-hmm. there's 10 seconds so at that moment boom this thing goes off you got 10 seconds to figure out what you're going to do do you a stay outside b stay in your car or get in your car or C, go inside. Only one of these situations will you survive. Oh,
0: this seems like a trick question. My instinct would be to stay outside and just bring it on. Let's see what you got. It's
1: because of who you are, though.
0: Right. Uh, I think in reality... See, I don't want to try to figure out the right answer. I want to be honest here. Yeah, what would you do? I think I would probably go inside and
1: try to find a basement. Just go below ground if I could. Ding, ding, ding. You have survived the initial 10 seconds. Okay. Now, now here's why. It was because if you stayed outside or stayed in your car, the wave would kick up winds strong enough to kill or maim basically anybody who was part of that initial boom wave. <clears throat> um. It would even knock down some flimsier buildings, which means if you're in a car, you're getting tossed. Yeah. Now, I guess you could survive the blast in a car if you got lucky, but even if you're inside a building that's not a, a, a decent building, I'm not going to say like a, I'm talking about like tin shacks and like pretty bad buildings. Mm-hmm. Those things are just going to be obliterated. Now, if it has any sort of structure to it, it'll survive the initial blast within that three miles. But concrete reinforced buildings would largely remain intact. So I think you already kind of answered this question. You're already inside, so you've survived that 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you go, and I guess this is still be within ten, roughly 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Do you go into the basement or do you go into another room? Basement. Basement, you got it. Okay, you're surviving. So let's say, though, that you have run into a building that does not have a basement or you can't get into the basement fast enough. Okay. <clears throat> You already know that you shouldn't be in front of a window. You figured that out Mm -hmm. because it's just going to right out. So where do you go? Do you go into a doorway, a hallway, a closet, or a bathroom somewhere like internal room or a big empty room with no windows?
0: Just because I've watched a lot of movies where this kind of thing happens, I think I would go into an internal room bathroom and jump in the tub.
1: Ooh, it's it's a good instinct and maybe being in the tub might save you. But apparently if you're in a doorway, a hallway or a closet or a bathroom, those internal rooms that are small, mm-hmm. the shock of that wind that would bust out your windows is so hard <clears throat> that you wouldn't want to be in tight quarters because the wind would force you against a wall. What if my bathroom doesn't have a window? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It okay. would, the, the, the wind would come through so hard and so fast <laughs> that especially if you're in a hallway or a doorway, whoosh, you're getting hit. Now, you might be able to survive that hit, but you're getting hit. If you're inside a room with the door closed, it's still going to probably knock your door down and still going to hit you pretty hard. So they say the best place to be, is an inter- if you can't be in a basement, is an internal big room with no windows in the middle of it. Okay. Because the wind would swirl around the outsides of the room. So I think you've maybe that's, survived this, though.
0: That's that's a tricky one because not a lot of houses have a big
1: internal room in the center of a building. It's true, it's so, true. But, but they say if the, if you have it, that's where you go. That's you go to the biggest room that you have with no windows. Got it. Stand in the middle of it. Okay. Or go to the corner of a room that does have a window away from the window because it would go around that. Okay. So I think you've survived this, though. Your All instincts right. are good. Clearly, you're a picture of the modern man yeah so let's say that you're in a low now you survived this you've survived that initial boom 10, ten seconds I'm yep. I'm good yeah you survived that a lot of people didn't but you're you're doing okay let's say now though that you weren't in your house you had to run into a house and <clears throat> you were able to survive that initial shockwave but again there's no basement you just took what you could get you're in a low quality shelter. So this is one where now, you know, that it's, the problem is going to be the radiation over the next 24 hours. That's the problem. But in this moment, it's the heaviest. So it, at the very beginning, it's the heaviest. And you're, you're kind of aware of that. Mm-hmm. Do you wait in a low quality shelter or do you leave and try to find better shelter? I think I would leave and look for better shelter. Keeping in mind now, now you look, at, you look around, everything has been tossed everywhere. You're probably not going to be able to drive anywhere because the roads, your car's turned over, stuff's everywhere. You're probably walking or running. At best, maybe you found a bike. <laughs> so you can't get real far. <clears throat> Are you trying to find a basement now? <clears throat> That's what I would do. You would because this is the heaviest portion of radiation but it it's
0: it would be progressive right it would be because it's moving outward so presumably
1: i will not I'd really. be able to
0: beat the worst of it
1: or is it just like no
0: it's it you're, you're in it oh, okay i'm already in it yeah
1: i mean it's happening Ugh. the worst of it is actually at this moment oh well then i would stay put you would yeah so you're 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 gambling there because I, I don't know exactly what kind of situation you're in, but if you're in not a great building, the windows are all blown out, and you're kind of going to be near air, you know, you're not going to be in a basement. You're probably best off trying to run and find something else, which you said you might do, but you got to do it within five minutes. Because oh. if you are outside for more than <clears throat> five minutes during that initial <coughs> wave, you are toast. If I got five minutes, I'm running, okay. looking for a basement. Okay. So the last question is, the first 30 minutes you're inside, <clears throat> do you stay in the basement? Now, you found a basement. Mm-hmm. The first 24 hours is key. If you can get past the 24 hours, you can probably survive this thing. But the radiation is the heaviest in this first day. And <clears throat> you know you don't know what the rest of the area is going to be like, so... Shelter in place for the first 24 hours for sure if you can get that basement. The question is, do you just stay in the basement or are you trying to do things like, should you shower if you can? Should you bathe? Should you be washing? That's the last question. I feel like the answer should be,
0: yes, I would do that. But I think, honestly, I would err on the side that everything's contaminated.
1: And I'm just going to stay put for mm-hmm. as long as I can hold out. Yep. Uh, that's what I would do too. But the answer is your water, if it's underground, is probably going to be okay for at least a time. You know, it, There could be infrastructure problems down the road. But at that moment, your best bet is to somewhere within that 24 hours, as quickly as you can actually, shower. Just to get anything off of you. Just to get it off of you. Hmm. But they say, here's how complicated it gets. Don't use shampoo or body (laughs) lotions to shower because those bind radiation to you. (laughs) But you can use soap. So I thought we'd get into the most detail last. And it sounds like you probably have survived this thing. I am a soap guy anyway. I don't do the lotions and the loofahs and all that
0: stuff. Yeah. So I think I just survived it.
1: Well, that's good to know that you would uh, you would a survive, but b that you're not really a loofah guy whenever you're in some random stranger's basement. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roy. Uh, we'll we'll. Ca- I know you got to go, so we'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. Get more at ninety seven one All star closer Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?